Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman, and with me is a fellow Cub fan. Full disclosure, <laughs> both of us are Cub fans, Alderman Tom Tunney. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, us. Fran. And just remember, I'm a Southside Cub fan, which is even that's more really special. That's really <laughs> extraordinary. And yet, neither one of us are going to be invited to the Cub convention. You're certainly not. You have a target on your back by the Ricketts family. And wh what is it all about, really? Do you well, think? as I've said repeatedly, you know, um, we have been negotiating with the Cubs and informally the Tribune Company about what's the best direction for Wrigley Field. First of all, we started with the landmarking of it, which the Cubs really were not supportive of. They didn't overtly object, but um, they, um, we had night game restrictions that, that preceded me. Um, we had a, they had a rooftop agreement that they negotiated with the, with the neighbors, which again, something I inherited. So I walked into a, a bunch of interesting uh, deals, and then when the, the Tribune Company sold the uh, franchise, um, 2008. To, 2008 to the Ricketts family, um, I think they wanted to get out of all those restrictions. And they also wanted a public financing component. So the, in lieu of, I believe, in lieu of both the mayor and I's support for no public financing for this uh, wealthy enterprise, and we've seen across the country where there's no return on investments on public dollars going to stadiums. That being said, I think the mayor and I made the right choice. With that, it also put an increasingly chip on their shoulder that, well, then give us everything else and get government out of the way. Well, that's not the way things work uh, in, in our society. And uh, so they've been trying to get out of the rooftop deal. They were trying to uh, obviously use landmark tax credits to their benefit. I give them credit for that, for sure. No restrictions on night games, no restrictions on their private property. Shut the streets down. And you know, my role as the elected official is to protect the residents first and foremost, but also how to make it more integrative into the community. We're not, bu we're not building Disneyland here. You know, this but is they a have sort of built a well, Disneyland. It, but we've they? given them support. Look at all the support we've given them. The hotel, the, uh, the first ever plaza license from 18 games to 45 night events. Night events were supposed to make them more competitive and win more playoffs. They added m much more concerts, you know, and people believe, yeah, I live near Wrigley Field but not an open-air concert venue. The concerts go from, tw you know, 11 is the curfew, which we had to put in in a separate ordinance, but they were, the Pearl Jam lasted until 1.30 in the morning, you know, and so we have protections, neighborhood protections, and there's reasons for them, because neighbors need to have their quality of life. They know they live near Wrigley. We think it's a dynamic neighborhood, and so do the Ricketts family, and yet I think the idea of them controlling the local aldermanic seat to do whatever they want, whether it's change the zoning, change all the rules and regs, and as he said, get government out of our way. I just will not stand for that. 
as so the elected they have representative. So if they have a controlled alderman, as you put it, a patsy alderman for them, as you put it, then what will happen? What do you I did fear? not say patsy alderman. Okay. As a gay alderman, I, I take offense with okay, that. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, but a, a puppet alderman or whatever you Maybe want to call it, okay. a controlled I'm, alderman. Yeah. yeah. So the question is, why would they want to do that? No, I say, what do you fear they would oh get? Oh my God! If well, we've talked about that. closing the streets down. We might as well close from Belmont to Irving for them. Okay, these are arterial streets, important for people to get home, for theaters to operate, for other venues to happen. Um, we do now close it one hour before to, and then one hour after the game. Uh, they want to change they? the zoning. Let, they want to change the zoning in the rooftop district to close off Waverly and Sheffield and do Yaki Way. You've heard them say that. Now that the rooftops are obsolete based on the sign package that we granted them, well, if we build higher and if we change it all from residential to commercial use, we just make it party time over there, you know, for them. But this is integrative. My job is to keep the other small businesses in business, to keep the residents basically wanting to stay in that neighborhood and not make it the theme park. What else would it be if they had a controlled alderman? Sky's the limit, Fran. What, uh, give me some well, of the I gave you you gave me two. Give me some more. Uh, no restrictions on night activities whatsoever. We get to do whatever we want on our private property. So beer garden, 365 days a year, concerts every weekend. I mean, look at what we've done. There's a check and balance of the work that I've done over the last seven or eight years to make sure there were neighborhood protections in place. Remote parking, forget the remote parking. They w they'll get rid of that. Get rid of that. Why? It's an expense. It's an unneeded expense. You know, it's all about driving their bottom line. And my bottom line is keeping my neighbors and residents and other small businesses in business, too. But they say your bottom line is the rooftops and the bar owners that well, you wait, protect. Wait, there's no, there's no more rooftops. Rooftops are okay, owned by them so they're, at okay, their price. Remember that. There was. Yeah. There was well, them. But here, mm -hmm. I, we granted the sign package not only in, inside the ballpark, or we spent, remember, we extended the walls. We rebuilt the bleachers in 2006, 2007. They're brand new. We did not have to rebuild the bleachers. The rest of the stadium needed to be rebuilt. We rebuilt and I, author, and I supported expansion of the walls and the billboards that give them carte blanche and effectively eliminated the viability of the rooftops. So now that the roof, remember. But you gave them a fight. Yeah, because here's why. I told you, I went back to this. Here's why. The Cubs and the Ricketts family bought the rooftop deal. That rooftop deal was 20 years. It was only year 10. I became alderman in 2002. First thing happened, E2 nightclub. Second thing happened, Lincoln Park porch collapse. I inherited this rooftop district. You know what the city and our office did? Completely rebuild these. Millions of dollars to get a license or to keep your license. So now, remember that's five, six, no, four, five, six. We expanded the bleachers, everyone was happy. Rooftops were happy, the Cubs were happy. Because, but they had spent millions to reinvest and to keep their business alive. And then we screwed the rooftops by the sign package. And my goal was, I'll give you the signs, but you have a private deal with these rooftop guys that last another 10 years. It's like a lease, lease is up, what do you want me to do? But I felt we had put such a financial 
burden on the rooftop owners. They were very unhappy, as you know, that they had to rebuild these things and keep the, we, they had to keep the front, right? So we, even though they're not landmarked. So it's a much more complicated than it sounds on the top line. But they also say that they, these rooftops filled your campaign coffers. Um, I get, I receive corporate interest, business interest. I'm a small business guy. So the idea of, peop of business people supporting Tom Tunney is totally consistent with one of the reasons why I ran. To have that voice on city council because this, somebody needs to be the business leader, whether it's a small business. And trust me, I've been good to the Cubs too, as you know. So I'm for big business. I'm for hospitals getting redeveloped. I'm for redeveloping my, my neighborhood. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed by any of the ca uh, campaign contributions I received because I am the advocate for business on the council. And if you look at what Laura Ricketts wrote in Cranes yeah. and then what Tom Ricketts said on the score, they say you're the roadblock of the century, that everything that they want to do with their own property they should be allowed to do, and that you well, have been just I've you answered have been some resistant of that question. to them every step of the way. And Laura, who is a big Democratic yeah. fundraiser, is debunking your theory that this is a right-wing kind of conspiracy okay. well, against you. Uh, look, at, I, I respect the Ricketts family, both the Democratic side and the Republican side. But you can quote me. Nobody is going to get in the way of their business model. Nobody is going to get in the way of their, their business. Their corporate profit, what they do with their money, is their own business. But this business is about making money. My business is to balance the, the many intricate interests there and to keep the residents first and to make sure it's integrated into a, 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 a vibrant community that they, you know, that they bought into. And I respect that investment. Now, but, have they not been a good neighbor in some kind of uh, way? Well, they have do. Have they, they not do done the development respectfully? Well, here, here, when we changed, remember, if you remember correctly, under Tribune ownership, we approved a plan development over there. We gave them the opportunity to, to rebuild, okay? And then when Tom bought the team, the Ricketts family bought the team and said, we don't like that plan development. We want to build, and so we went back to the community, a very thorough community process, and what we did was we do, if you don't want to put parking there, right, because parking was supposed to be there, ground floor retail, parking, a, a, a deck that went into the ballpark. That was the original plan. Now, what, what, after a thorough community process, the community and I supported Gallagher, what's called Gallagher Way now, the plaza, and the remote parking is very robust, a thousand cars at, at Rockwell and Irving with free shuttle. You know, that, and they were also supposed to build another 150 parking spaces on the brown lot, which was, you know, that was all part of the deal. This, remember, this was before the, the hotel site. So, um, the, uh, so like we do in our ward for everybody, there's a thorough process. We have a, we have a development and zoning council, which is, includes so the cubs. So have they not been a good neighbor? Um, I keep way. the check and balance on it because, you know, it was, it was some of my ideas to put those family-friendly events on the plaza before it was there, while it was a, 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 a construction site. So the ice rink, the movies in the park, yoga, all good for the community. Everyone loves it. Nobody doesn't like a park, okay? So, th but this plaza ordinance, as you know, is a three-year ordinance to figure out all the development that we approved for the Cubs. There must be 15 new uh, liquor and restaurant establishments. Never mind what's happening on the other side of the street at Clark Addison, which was approved before Tom owned the team. Okay, but you're still not uh, telling me what you're not happy with. I'm happy with what we're doing because okay. we're balancing the okay. needs. But there's a check and balance. 
And they, if you're out of the way, then... Then there's no check and balance. Katie, bar the door. There's no check and balance. They're hammering you, though, on the issues where you're vulnerable. Crime and property taxes. You voted for the okay. largest property tax increase in Chicago history. That makes you vulnerable, I vote, doesn't it? Well, yeah, of course. I'll accept responsibility. But we, you know the state of the, of the financial crisis at the city and the pension obligations and just our bond rating. We had to make a decision to really keep the financial viability of our city moving forward. Um, that being said, um, for that vote, I got 50 new officers in the 19th but district. But did you? Not I really. did. No, I did, Fran. You can look at the numbers. You know, we. Well, you complained uh, a while back that you didn't get. No, no. What why? You were it promised. was getting there. It was. We're supposed to get to 400. We're now at 382, but we're low at 333. Okay. Yeah. Now. Uh, so was so a we got more police made officers. and a promise maybe yeah. broken it, a No, bit? it's it, it. No, it's working. It's working its way. We also got the new nerve center at the 19th district. We've got uh, the uh, the new cars that can that can do uh, the spotter technology for license plates, um, and the rapid response center at 19. So it's a combination of people and technology. And if you remember. They were going to close that district station many years ago, and I fought with the community to get the last new police station in our, in our neighborhood. Okay, so but you are doing. vulnerable on the issue of property taxes. People well, are furious about well, their assessments. You know what, I think people are, are well, assessments are different. Well, that's I know, thing. but okay. that, that fuels so, the whole I know, double and I know. whammy. And I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the street every day listening to our constituents, and, and what are we going to do? So my remedy is I'm for a progressive income tax down in Springfield as long as there's property tax relief because we're funding education too much on property tax, relying too much on property taxes. We rank, Illinois ranks 49th out of 50 in state funding for education. That will change under the Pritzker administration. That's going to take several but, years. But, I mean, we got to change the art. What are we going to do? Not do anything? No, but okay? what is and your And we didn't plan? get, we didn't get here with pension obligations. It was 50 years in the making. What is yeah. your plan, though, for dealing with the spike that's coming to the new mayor and the new city council immediately? Well, I will not uh, look at Here's what we got to do. We've got to, as, as many of the aldermen says, we've got to ring out millions of dollars of the city budget. And I've asked Joe Where? Ferguson, Go ahead. I've asked Joe Ferguson, our inspector general, to do a forensic audit on the police and fire department because there is, what, $2 billion in the combination of those departments? And no one's really, I believe there's been unchecked, unchecked about how they spend the money, the overtime, you know, the lack of training, and where is all that money going? The supplemental you know, pay you know, that we are I'm just saying is that has, that's an inspector general attribute. And if you can tell me that we can save a million dollars on paving, uh, paving the streets a different way, you need to go after where the money is. And that money, money, 50 some percent of our budget is public safety, and they, they go unchecked. And they waste money? I don't know. I don't know that. But if you want to be an inspector general, you need to go after that. Okay. What and, else? And, what well, other ideas? Well, do we you talked have? about the casino. We talked about cannabis. We've talked Neither about. Neither of those are the answer to the immediate spike in pension payments. What? Well, is your wait. We've gone. Look at. I will not vote for a property tax increase as I move forward in the next four years. I've taken a tough vote, and I'm and I'm going to. And I'm, you're paying the price I'm, for it. Well, right now? I'm I'm defending myself because I believe we did the right thing for the city and for the pensions and, and to really keep our city viable. So, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know me, I'm straightforward. What am I gonna do? 
you know, what are you going to do? Just have the bond rating fall th further to the worst in the country? Threaten bankruptcy? But that's why you guys had to walk the tax plank, and now all of you are vulnerable because I, of it. But you know what? That's called leadership. We have to take tough votes. Moving forward, you ask me for alternatives. Okay. I've also, you Any know, any others uh, that you can come up? Well, with? I, I think that the whole tax system. You know, we. You know, I as a as I'm a talking about immediate sources well, of revenue. Well, or here's, cost here's what I'm saying. You know, I think that we need to look at the whole um, sales tax system. You know, we have the highest retail sales tax and no tax on services. You talk to, you know President Cullerton has been talking about this for years. I look at the makeup of our streets, as vibrant as they are, they've changed from retail to service. And nobody, go right down the street, nobody's paying sales tax. Okay? So what we can do is do a limited service tax and start reducing to make sure that this county is in the highest taxed uh, retail sales tax in the country. So that's another. That's okay. another and that also no. requires state approval. Though. I know. I, well, you know, everything at some you point. You think under Pritzker well, we could get approval for a so-called ROM tax, which is what J Well, Gary I don't believe Chico, in a commuter tax. I don't no, believe a in a financial tax. Gary yeah. Chico raised the issue of service tax in 2011. Rahm, Rahm Emanuel did in 2011, and Gary Chico branded it well, the ROM Well, Gary tax. has his own platform. I'm telling you the reality. But, but this is, is the, the ROM tax. Yeah. This is the tax on I don't call ROM tax. No, no. Okay. Cullerton had it years before that. Okay. Okay. But it hasn't yeah. happened yeah. yet, and you're saying that But I think a lot is going to move because it's as much as the city has a problem, the state has the same kind of problems. We've got to find new revenue. Yeah. And, and I believe this progressive income tax is going to move. I also believe that um, the, uh, the new assessor is going to have a, a whole different model of ass assessing properties, whether it's the trophy properties downtown or the, uh, uh, what he says, the unfairness of assessments on the south and west side relative to the north side. Now, you know, my neighbors feel they pay their fair share. So we'll see what reforms are going to come out of there. I've already met with them. You know I passed a uh, resolution at City Council about property tax reform, raising the threshold for uh, senior household income, for long-term ho household income, and for small business, uh, smaller stores uh, at a different assessment level. Now this council <coughs> is going to look dramatically different. Right. Likely not to include Ed Burke, who is under federal charges at this point and probably getting hit with more. What do you make of the charges against Ed Burke? You know him a lot. Well, let time. me just talk about the council for a second. As you, I'm, I'm going to answer the first part of the question. Okay, one of the reasons that I'm continuing to run because that voice, that that fiscally conservative, taking tough votes, socially moderate voice, small is, business, small owner. business. That you know that voice needs to be on that council. And this and is the a, only uh, one, really, at this uh, point? Well, you, you can answer that question. I've been a leader on small business reform, whether it's licensing, two-year licensing, getting rid of the head tax. Hello? You know? I mean, Mayor, I, that was one of my initiatives and forced daily to keep moving it down and for Rom to eliminate it. I can, you know, daily so... Daily didn't do so well on that front. You only took a dollar off. Daily took a dollar oh, off and stopped whatever. there. I mean, it's done. Yeah. Okay. okay. And um, so I feel very proud of that voice on the council, and I think that voice is going right, to be. Well, let's talk about yeah. Ed Burke. You okay. know him. Is this? But it's one of the reasons why I'm running it. The alleged extortion scheme that we saw with the Burger King franchise Correct. owner. Is that the Ed Burke you know? Uh, no, it's not the Ed what Burke is I the know. Ed Burke now, you the know? question is: the real question is Ed's recusals of of whatever their 431 recusals because he has an interest on both sides of the aisle. 
And what Ed should have done is got off the chair and not even discussed something and then recuse himself. This is what I do. When I, I'm the second largest recusals. I have, mm, I don't know, 28. 27 of them are and say they're related, okay? So I don't sit on the transportation committee. There's signs, there's sidewalk cafes, You're not there's in the driveways. Room when they talk I'm not about in it. the room. I recuse myself. I you report don't talk it to about ethics. It behind the scenes. I go to clerk. No. I mean, the Burke thing, the recusal. But that's not the Ed Burke. The and, and the thing about Ed, you know, the abuse of power is what this is about. It's yeah. not his, at this point, it's not his, his role as finance chair. It's any alderman could get caught trying to shake down people. And if it's if it's correct, it's not the Ed Burke I know. And there's what no, is the Ed and Burke there's no know? reason. What is the Ed Burke you know? Well, Ed is Ed's been an established politician. He's been through what fifty years of mm -hmm. governance. Um, I think his honestly, I think uh, his motives are try to move the city forward and be, and and be there. I've always felt that there was there was a problem with his number of recusals. Um, and but you but you say it's not the person you know. What is the person well, you know? Well, you know, is look he? at look at anyone. What look at? I know Willie Cochran. You know, I know Norenda Troutman. You know, you you give everyone a fair shake. They're elected by their representatives. We have respect for each other as colleagues. You know, and just in life, you. You give people the benefit of the doubt. But the recusals were a charade, weren't they? Because he but they've was been doing that for four, 30 years at least. So he's so been how could he well, get away with it? He's been so under investigation. We're all under investigation by the U.S. Attorney. Patrick Fitzgerald actually lives in my had lived in my ward for a number of years. So when you're seeing these indictments come out, they're from the U.S. Attorney. We've always been monitored by the U.S. Attorney. And then we had Faisal Khan for the legislative inspector general. And then we had Joe Ferguson, or we have right, Joe but Ferguson. You were, for example, you were one but, of the people who shielded what, Ferguson. Well, I'm not shielding, from, I'm no, not wait, shielding you, anybody. You prevented him from having okay. full well, here, investigative authority over the whole city council. You're, you're all of the its reporter. Programs. You're the reporter. You were in the room. Yes. Okay. When we, it happened. Faisal Khan was the legislative inspector general. Faisal Khan was incompetent at the job. And he was basically he quit I don't know exactly uh, what he we, was what we is felt happened. is that having one person not Joe but one person controlling both the executive and the legislative was too much power concentrated in one hands and as we all know the biggest I'm talking the, about when Faisal was already gone and Joe right. Ferguson well, was I'm, given I'm, authority but they walled off yeah, certain programs let's put him. it this way I'm not you know I am for reform, whatever, what the council wants to do, what the majority of the council wants to do. I'm not, I'm, if Joe Ferguson has this kind of authority, it is what it is. I stand on my record and what I but do. why did have, you vote along I told with the you others? Why. To, to, to prevent Ferguson from having I just told authority. you why. One, one no, no. person. No. Khan was gone by then. No, no, but one person controlling both the executive I, and the legislative branch that was too you. much power in one hand. And you still believe that? You still believe that? Uh, well, I, I believe that we're all, we have, a, I'm fine with Ed, or not Ed, I'm fine with Joe Ferguson at this point, okay? But you asked me my vote two years ago or whatever it is, I gave you the answer. But that's part of what they're hammering you for. Laura, Laura Ricketts ma ma made a comment well, about uh, Laura, that. Well, look, at, as I said, Laura Ricketts has their agenda, okay? It's to control their alderman. 
Okay, so at this point, they're out there to do whatever damage they can. They've been running negative ads on me and the mailers since June, without a candidate. You know, and they're in the last 30 days. But they're going to uh, pick one, aren't they? That's a little late. But yeah. I think they, they're good. Why they're, are they uh, not picking a candidate? I don't think there was that many people that were you. interested in running against me. Don't you have they know to I do a good pick job. a horse to what? beat a horse? Yeah. You can ask them. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of bizarre, isn't it? Well, it's bizarre, the fact that I haven't helped the Cubs. That's bizarre. You look at Clark and Addison, and you say, well, how did all this get happen? How, yeah. You know, the ultimate control all this. How did Tony let all this happen? I get criticism from that side. So you can't win for losing then? I, I balance a yeah, lot of complicated think, interests. Some people think you went too far. Exactly. Yeah. Before we you know go. why? Because I'm knocking on doors. I'm listening to my constituents. People know me. People know my commitments to the community. People know I've been here be, before anyone was here except, the, except Wrigley Field. And you know what Wrigley Field did? So let me give you an example. Tribune bought Wrigley Field about a month before I bought Ann Sather's. And what they didn't do and realize how special Lakeview was and not do anything except put lights under their ownership, didn't renovate, didn't do anything. Didn't they, buy up the rooftops. Yeah, did, well, they could have owned, mistake. it was before the rooftops ever happened. And sure, there was a, there was a, 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 beach, a beach seat right. on there. That's ridiculous. So what happened is that I invested in Lakeview in the, in the turnaround. As I said last night at a forum, I was one of the boys of Boys Town before it was even coined that way. You know, so my commitment to community is solid. People know me and people trust me. They know I work hard. This idea of part-time alderman, welcome to the 44th Ward. You Would know- Would you resist the full-time yes, alderman? Yes, of course. Yeah, Except, but I you mean, want, you're not gonna sell it. You know, others. you see me work as hard or harder than any other alderman around. And when I'm, the only time I spend in my restaurant, Saturday, Sunday, so you're not going to allow there I'm to not be, gonna, look, you're the not voice, voting for a The voice alderman. of the people, but remember, 26 votes, and that's why whatever we do as aldermen and whatever legislation, whatever we want to accomplish, you've got to get the majority of the council. And you don't think yeah. you'll get it for I don't a full-time alderman? You told me we're going to have a new council. We are. Yeah. So we are. You I watch and see. So I will deal with the, the consequences of what the what the council and you does. would sell Ann Sathers if you had to. Or, or well, I was planning to have my my family's been involved with Ann Sathers forever. So you could yeah. cede it to your well, family. but they but they retired now. You know, oh, it was, so the idea so was would you the, if they voted for a full time council? I would, would make you? the decision whether I would resign, and I have. Would not, you maybe I resign? Know, maybe. Maybe. Look at, which is more important to you, Ann Sathers or the city council? Lakeview is is what's most important to me, and what's You're gonna what, give we're, up, what we're going to do. Are you willing with, to give up Ann Sathers? If you I'm have willing to. to. I'm willing to transfer ownership of Ann Sathers. Yeah. Okay. And before we go. But you know what? My neighbors don't want that to happen. Okay. And my constituents don't want that to happen. Before we go, when you were appointed 2002 by Mayor Daley, you were the first openly gay alderman. It was big news. Uh -huh. Now you have two opponents who are also openly gay. What that boy of hey, times? That's success. Times have changed, that's success. haven't they? No, wait. What's more important is there's four other neighborhoods that have elected lesbian and gay aldermen. Yeah. How proud can I be? Look at what we've done at Addison and Halsted, Center on Halsted, LGBT housing, marriage equality. You know, this happens because of hard work and people investing not only in their personal values, but also in the neighborhood. So I'm, I'm excited. Anything more the city needs to do on a gay agenda? Well, look, we need to do a lot more with affordable housing and a lot more, especially with the youth. We've done that, the senior housing. 
you know, we did, we do the, we've done the crib, we have the overnight shelter in our neighborhood, we have the Broadway Youth Center, but we need to house these young people. I can't believe that there's that many people being kicked out of their house. And I can't believe of the people that are on the street, 50 to 60% identify as LGBTQ. Tom Katani, thank you so much. All right, my Best pleasure. Best of luck okay. and go Cubs. Thanks. Go Cubs. <laughs>